This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the sports leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. All right, you're back in the sports bar. It's Danger and Battaglia welcoming in, uh, welcoming in Dan Fates from 13 Wham Sports. And Dan, I feel like last year at this time, uh, when Bill's training camp tickets went on sale, all we heard about were the issues that people were having, the, the site getting hung up, not being able to find tickets. Th- this year, it feels like relatively smooth, although well, those tickets went fast for St. John Fisher University. Yeah, tickets went fast, but I haven't heard of any major issues. I think um, no rollout is ever going to be perfectly happy especially because everybody wants tickets i know my family members have asked me to that i politely say i have absolutely zero pull within the buffalo bills organization um but yeah for the most part it seems like tickets are just look this is another team that another year of of excitement and obviously especially with it staying in rochester tickets going quick yeah so uh dan we haven't had john um here in a few weeks Let's take kind of a step back here before we get to the extensions yeah. here. What, what did you make of that whole flap between uh, Diggs and McDermott? Look, I think there's something. And for everybody, anybody that says, oh, it's the media making something out of nothing, I, I think you're just you're, you're blind to what's really going on. Uh, I think it was a total PR blunder um, from start to finish, and I think it kind of started with Sean McDermott. Look, Sean could have said at, on Tuesday – when they had the first day of mandatory minicamp, he could have said, when we said, hey, is everybody here? And he could have said, everybody's here. Stefan is here. Um, he's got to deal with some personal issues. Um, he's not practicing today, but he will be here tomorrow. Done. The end. He didn't. He didn't say that at all. And for the fact of the matter is for him to come out and say he's very concerned, kind of lit a fire under everything. And then, obviously, as you know, and it's not old news, but like the fact of that we're pretty much had to put out the fire with Josh Allen saying it's his fault and Von Miller saying it's not a big deal. And, and that whole PR thing to the point where Sean comes back out and has to explain that we had great communication, but we needed a break. I don't know about you guys, but I've never been hanging out with my friends or my wife and been like, this is such a great conversation. Now get away from me. I don't know about you guys, but that just doesn't happen in my life. Um, so obviously all Steph needed to do was, was show up and stand there. Um, eventually did on Wednesday, but I don't think this goes away. I, I really don't. I, I think this is something that has been, from what I've heard from you know some people, is that this has kind of been going on for a little bit now. Um, I, I don't think this is necessarily. And let me put. Let me also say this. I don't think Steph is totally in the wrong. I think Steph has valid points, and I don't think Steph's a bad teammate. I think it's so quick that we go, oh, what a diva. 
This was a guy that took an Uber to the hospital to see DeMar Hamlin. Like, we forget these things. When things all of a sudden go bad so quickly, we go, oh, Diggs is just a diva and a bad teammate. That's not the case. Um, but I think there is something that's going about it, and I do think Diggs maybe not going about it in the best way. If he has a problem with the offense or has some say that he wants to have, there's better ways of doing it than this. Well, I, I agree with you. I don't think Diggs is in the wrong at all. You're a team captain, and you want to make sure that everybody that's in, associated and involved with the team is looking for ways to improve the team. Now, if that meeting with McDermott and Bean was about that and it just got uncomfortable, I mean, would you fault Diggs for, for being the one that's proactive and wanting that FaceTime with the coach and the GM? No, I, I think he absolutely deserves a say. I think it's it, it's tricky when you've got so many cooks, it feels like, in the kitchen. It's a good problem to have to some respect, but you have Von Miller, you have Stephon Diggs, you have Josh Allen, you have superstar names with massive egos, which they rightfully have, and I think they all want to have their say in it. My, my only fear is, is that this is the first time, and this is what it stood out, stood out to me, this is the first time in the Sean McDermott era we have had this. We have never had anything like this. And I talked about it on the Buffalo Plus podcast, and we were joking around about it, but I said, it's kind of like a relationship. And I, hopefully this is what, something that resets everything. And I mean that in the sense of that family that Sean McDermott always preaches about and that we're all doing 111th, right? He doesn't come out there and say, Josh is 211th, Stefan is two and a half 11th. Like, you're all 111th. But when you're in the beginning of a relationship, guys, don't you open up the car door for your – for, your, for the person you're going on a date with, don't you send them cute text messages and all these things? And then as the relationship goes on, don't you sometimes forget about those things? And you don't open the car door anymore, and you're wondering, man, why, what's going on with this relationship? Well, it's changed. The Bills are no longer this lovable re, rebuilding team. They have different expectations now, but you still have to remember what got you there. And that was doing all the little things, Sean, and, and making sure that things like this don't get out of the building. That is what's surprising to me. I still don't think it's fully put away. And danger to your point, I agree. I think Stefan has, has an absolute point. But he also needs to talk for himself. Because the fact that Josh Allen and Mitch Morris and Von Miller and even going back to Isaiah McKenzie at Locker Cleanup, everybody's speaking for Diggs. And I don't think that's 100% fair. I think Diggs should have to speak for himself. Do you think Diggs is the first person we hear from at training camp at Fisher in a month? No. Not at, I think I think it'll be this will linger. I, I think this will linger a little bit more until uh, until they get all their ducks in a row. And that was the thing we thought there was a possibility of hearing from Diggs on Wednesday, and then we also kind of thought Jenna and me were up there. Do you really want Diggs to talk now? <laughs> like what 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 could really be happening? So I think they want to let this kind of blow over as much as possible. Training camp begins in exactly a month from today. Maybe this thing cools off, but listen. The pot's no longer boiling, but it's still at a simmer. Well, Dana, is there something positive for it to be said? Because, honestly, we want to know the story. We want to know some details. It's not yeah. come out. Like, nobody is – there aren't any loose lips. Or Correct. will this just be one of those stories that all of a sudden, like a tie done or somebody like that, will drop this on the 4th of July, and then all of a sudden the whole yeah. thing gets kicked up again? I, I, I don't think that's the case. But unless you're Greg, uh, Craig Carton, you think that it's because of – uh, they haven't signed DeAndre Hopkins, which, right. as Mike Catalana said to, to us, he goes, that's just drunk guy at the end of the bar spewing things. Like, that's, I mean, he's, again, Sports Talk Radio, I get it. You're trying to put pieces together, but th- there's, when, when teams restructure contracts and you get signing bonuses, like, 
the GM really doesn't tell you what it's for or, or where it's going. And even if it is, Stefan, you don't have a reason to be that upset because they didn't spend your money the way that they you wanted it to. So, yeah, we haven't heard anything. We've heard a lot of – now you're trying to go back and read between the lines. Like, I go back, we were talking about it. Remember back in April when Josh Allen said he had never been more focused and more dedicated to football in his entire life? Yeah. We all kind of thought that was maybe a slight at his seemingly ex-girlfriend. Maybe now that was to Stefan saying, like, I'm focused. Where are you? I don't know. We're all going back and trying to do all these things. And we won't know, and there could be a report that comes out, but we really won't know until we hear something, something from Stefan. Yeah, I, I won't put a ton of stock into what Carton had to say, and when he said it, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I buy yeah. that. I mean, I I would buy the idea that Stefan could view that the Bills didn't do enough this offseason to get better. Agreed. But the other thing that, that I found interesting here in the last week or so is people are kind of still talking about what and speculating about what it could have been. RG3, I think, made a lot of really, really smart points on how this could be connected to to Josh Allen. And, you know, we'll all remember what we last saw of Diggs on the sideline. It was Diggs being ignored by his teammates, you know, just pacing up and down the sidelines. Like, what are we doing here, guys? What's going on? Do you put any stock into what RG3 is hypothesizing here in terms of where this friction may come from? Yeah, and I think it goes to your point. I've talked about it. Like, I don't think Brandon Bean has done enough this offseason to help the offense. We'll still have to wait and see about the pieces they added to the offensive line which obviously plays a factor in. But the only thing I would point, you know, and, and kind of go back to Diggs' remarks and his, his emotions at that Cincinnati game, Diggs is also Gabe Davis's number one cheerleader, telling yeah. him that Gabe is a true number one guy and all of these things and how much he loves Gabe. Well, then you don't think Gabe's really that good if you're this upset about it? Like, like it is a little bit concerning. And again, I always talk about how money speaks more than, more than anything else. And then when everybody says, oh, we love you know, we love this guy, we love this guy. Well, see what they actually do during the offseason. See what they do in the draft and see how much then they really love somebody. We talked about that with Spencer Brown. They didn't draft an offensive tackle, so they obviously have some faith in, in Spencer Brown. These kind of things. So that's the only hole I would poke, whereas if Diggs is sitting there going, you need more from me, then what is Gabe Davis really doing? And again, he's going into a massive contract deal, and look, nobody gets the ball more than Stephon Diggs. So if this is something, a, you know, a shot at Josh Allen of wanting the ball more, if you bring DeAndre Hopkins in, you bring another, you know, number two, two A, two B kind of wide receiver in, that's less footballs for you, Stefan. So also be careful what you ask for. Dan, I had to take earlier uh, before the contract extension uh, for Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean that uh, amongst NFL head coaches, no coach had more pressure on them than Sean McDermott because to get the expectation right. So I don't know if anything, a contract extension necessarily changes that. I just think it's kind of curious that this gets announced (laughs) on a Friday, like almost like a news dump. Like maybe this was done like right around minicamp, but the Bills at least had the, the wherewithal, the smarts to say, you know what, this isn't the time to actually announce this. Yeah, no, and listen, I think there's a massive difference between pressure and a hot seat like Sean McDermott's not getting fired this year right no matter what so like but is he one of the coaches I would argue under the most pressure yes like like that is what the NFL is as Mike says every week it is win or panic that's the life of the NFL so Sean McDermott has come up short in especially in the playoffs there's no getting around that that's not some hot take that I'm like hey, guys, guess what? The Bills have underachieved in the postseason. Like, that's what this is. Now, I will say, 
now more than ever, moving on from Leslie Frazier, which now seems kind of weird now that Leslie's interviewing with jobs and consulting on the side when we thought he was taking a sabbatical to some respects. Now there's no Brian Dable. Like, there is a lot of pressure squarely on Sean McDermott's shoulder. I talked about the five bills that had the most pressure this season. I had Sean at number two. The only one I have more pressure on is Ken, Ken Dorsey because he needs to get this right because part of this offensive issue with Diggs and him not being happy has to be somewhat on Dorsey's shoulders. So, yeah, like th- this extension is, is good because, look, they still have done so much good building a perennial Super Bowl contender as they have. But that doesn't mean that there's not pressure or this, you know, mounting sense and tension that they need to at least get to the Super Bowl, right? So I'm with you, Gene. It it was choice timing. You know, it kind of was just swept under the rug and like, oh, hey, by the way, they're extended for four more years. And you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And a little reminder as well that the, the GM and the coach will be around longer than a lot of the players that might be causing a lot of these headlines here uh, this offseason. Talking to Dan Fates, 13 Wham Sports, in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. Dan, uh, we won't uh, dive into your predictions for tonight's NHL awards show, but we will talk a little bit about the draft coming up on Wednesday night. What direction do you think Buffalo goes with, with uh, number 13 if they stay there? It's really interesting because I've thought about this, and it it is not like the NFL draft. It is not like the NBA draft. It is more similar to the baseball draft where you're projecting these guys of who they're going to be in three to four years, and and that's really tough. And before we talk about how, you know, Sean McDermott, the pressure he's under, like Kevin Adams is under pressure to make the playoffs, but let's not overlook some of the players that he has drafted that have just been – really good players like very quickly whether it goes to you know jack quinn paterka um some of these other guys that have uh have, have all of a sudden like become mainstays you, you even look at uh isak rosean and, and some of these other guys downstairs uh, down in down in rochester yuri kulik like he has hit on a lot of his high picks obviously owen power and some of those other guys so like he's done a really good job and that's why i think everybody thinks like oh well they have to go defense they have to draft a defenseman and like I guess because you look at what the roster is right now, you, you'd obviously say the Sabres scored a lot of goals and gave up a lot of goals. So you wanted to improve the weakness that you had in this team. But you're also drafting 17, 18, 19-year-olds as what they may be when they get to the level. So maybe the Sabres in three years have trouble scoring goals and they have really good defense. And you're going, well, now we got too many defensemen. The NHL more than anything else, from what I've looked into it and the, the research I've done, it is literally best case is best player available. Like it's a joke in the NFL because your number one pick in the NFL is expected to come in and make an immediate impact. But in the NHL, you're you're projecting what these guys may be down the road. So I don't know. And there's a lot of Russian players that we also don't know what's going on. Um, names that I can't pronounce. But I think that this is going to be whatever the best case scenario is. If it's another right, I think they'd love a right-handed defenseman. But I think if there's another forward that they think could be a, a top six forward in the NHL in three years, then they take that. Yeah, it's uh, right behind this, too. The NHL doesn't, not like the NFL, where they, they literally stack all their moves here uh, on, on top of one yeah. another with free agency, and there will be a lot of trades. So the goaltending question, Dan, uh, and I guess it's a would and should question, and maybe it, the answer is yeah. the same, but... Should the Buffalo Sabres actually go out and get a veteran goaltender? And do you think actually Kevin Adams will do that? Yes and no. So, yes, I think they should. I think you do need somebody to 
give some kind of guidance to Devin Levi, but I don't think you want anybody that's going to take away actual starts or playing time. Look, I, I think we talked about it one time that when I was on here during that, that end of the season where I said, I've seen all I needed to see out of Devin Levi. Just the fact that he never seemed overwhelmed. And for a guy that, you know, coming into the NHL with a team that was kind of in the playoff push at the time, you know, in, into it the last week of the season, he just seems calm, cool, and collected, which is not no knock at Ukapeka Lukanen or things like that. We just didn't see that. So, yeah, I'm in favor of them bringing in some veteran, but again, not a veteran that you're going to sit there and go, well, they're going to go 50-50. Like, no, you need to see, and you need to give Devin Levi 75% of the starts. I'm not saying you burn the kid out, but man, you got to let, you got to see what this kid can do. So I don't know if Kevin Adams will, will do that. There seems to be other pieces that, that could be out there. Um, and again, goalies are, they are like shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, we saw what happened with, with Vegas. You know, you get a hot goalie and, and you can win a cup. Um, so it, it's a tricky landscape to try and pinpoint what they should do. I would just like to have some sort of veteran presence around a young rookie goaltender with so much expectations. Dan Fates, 13 Web Sports, also buffaloplus.com joining us here in the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia on the fan. And, and Dan, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and you know thank you for your time. I, I don't know that I want to give Gene the ability to do that just because I'm nervous that he, I he, his finger just, might slip. No, or he might... I'll just say this, Danger. That was the series. Danger was uh, in Chicago over the weekend. Couldn't watch this. I thought Reds-Braves was the series of the year in baseball, Dan. It was awesome. Yeah, I, it was I think I saw it was the biggest homestand in Great American Ballpark history. The most fans they had. I mean, that place. My wife turned. We were watching the the Friday night game, and my wife's like, "Well, why is this? Why? What's such a big deal?" And I was like, "This is unbelievable." Teams won eleven games in a row. It had all of the excitement. The Reds can hit. Like they are a fun and exciting team. Uh, going up against the Braves, it was awesome. It felt like playoff baseball in Cincinnati in June. So that it was great. I, I agree. I think it was really fun. Um, I think it's everything kind of baseball wants. You, know, you got young stars that are that are succeeding, and then it was just so cool. You have Joey Votto too in there that that hits two home runs, and obviously has been the face of you know Cincinnati baseball for the last two decades. It was it was awesome. You didn't mention anything about that series against the Phillies. No, the- that's that's oh. Cadillac. Yeah, no, we don't need to talk about that. That's fine. See, Gene, that was the only negative was that your despise, like your despair, and your your sorrow was Catalana's joy. And that, like, like if I could have, I wish I could have gotten your sadness without Mike's happiness, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I, I get, I, you know, it's a weird world where Dan is excited that Danny Mendick, you, you're friends yeah. with apparently, goes up to the Mets. Like, Dan, yeah. like, you're, you're, you're going to come over. They can, they can be your second come favorite, over, dude. He's not, please. He's, that's never happening. Please. Stop it. Please. I will say, I will root for Danny Mendick who the Mets are undefeated in games that he has started. So I could manage the Mets. You could manage the Mets better, Gene, than Buck Showalter. And for you were so high on Buck. Yeah. You were so high. Yep. You I, said he was the adult in the room, the leadership this team needed. He is a mess. And that is the that is just, you have to fire him. You have to. Yes, yes. It's like I, you, he didn't learn from the Baltimore playoff Nothing. loss to Toronto. Like 
The, th- the funny thing about life is people don't really change. They don't. <laughs> they don't. I'm thinking- you, you want to believe that they're going to change. People don't really change. Honestly, Dan, I, I talk myself into thinking that Buck was going to be our Joe Torrey story, oh, where George Torrey yeah. never won anywhere, and then all of a sudden he won with the Yankees. And No, it's not it at all. Dan. I mean, he, I mean, he looks like he has completely lost the clubhouse in every sense yeah. of the word. Yeah. Absolutely. Dan, uh, I go back to that Subway Series. I mean, like, they had to win that second game of the Subway Series because the way yeah. it was going, when, when he stole home, I'm like, oh, my God, Showalter's boys are asleep. These guys have completely checked and tuned, tuned out this guy. They have no idea what they're doing. Anyways, Dan, appreciate the time, as always, but let's let's catch up again soon. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me on. Go Braves. There it is. Dan Fates, 13 Web Sports, joining us in the sports bar. It didn't hang on. Unapologetically a Braves fan. Just, uh, you know, dropping a go Braves. Braves right now are the betting favorite to win the World Series. Pretty good team. Yeah. It's a pretty good team. Uh, all right, we got to get to some news and notes from around the NFL next. We'll serve up some NFL appetizers here in the sports bar. We really have uh, a, a team for hard knocks, too. I also, think we do, yeah. Also, uh, I took a call off air from Christina um, just talking. We couldn't get to her because of Dan, but... She says she got online about the Bills camp tickets. Oh, yeah. At 1 o'clock today, gets put into a room, and then by 125, hundreds gone. of people, gone. Never got them. So, yeah, we and we got a tweet as well at the Fan Rochester. And by the way, thank you for reaching out to us because, you know, we didn't go through it our, ourselves. We need your account of, of what it was like to get those uh, training camp tickets. Uh, Real Sports Diva, at All Sports Diva on Twitter, getting training camp tickets, logging in was okay. It wouldn't let me select dates after being in the queue. And no tickets. I selected another date, and system said you were too fast making another selection, so try again later. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, it, if if you're trying to do business on your on your phone, even your laptop, it, with the way things are set up, they're not. These systems aren't always going to be foolproof. That you had to be there at exactly one o'clock. The mm-hmm. way this sounded today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll get to that and more next here in the Sports Bar. Danger and Bataglia, the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.